there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. And I love coming on here and having conversations with you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me at Indira Ganga on social media, or you can come over to my YouTube channel at Indira Oganga, where I profile Africa through people, politics, and culture. Now, to today's video, I want to keep it very brief because I just bumped into um, a press release um, and it's in partnership between the government of, of Malawi and the government of Israel. Now, for context, people, particularly laborers who are working in Israeli farms, have fled because of the conflict that Israel is currently having with Palestine. Most of them were Thai workers and they've run away because, I mean... When there's a war, the first thing you think about is your well-being. But then again, there's Africa where unemployment is rife, there's poverty, there's hopelessness. And so when people hear of these opportunities, they're willing to risk anything in order to make a living for their people. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to change the fate of your life and that of your family. I can be poor, I can do manual jobs but if that ensures that my child stays in school gets a degree becomes a teacher becomes a doctor then well and good whatever it is that i need to do i'm going to do for as long as i'm earning my bread through the sweat of my brow however what has caught many people by surprise is the terms of this um of this contract i'm just going to read it for you guys it says um as the honorary council of the republic of malawi in israel and the founder of the opportunity to many young girls Note, young girls and boys uh -huh, to option a working visa in the state of Israel, a situation that will not only benefit the workers, sorry, I'm, I'm struggling to read because of my glasses and the families, but also the country that needs so much Forex um, to build a better future for all its citizens of Malawi. I have to remind all of you that it is part of your employment agreement and your visa application that all salaries to be paid in USD to the account open by you in Malawi. Now, this is where it gets interesting. It goes on to say, no salary will be paid in Israel or given by cash to anyone. A cash advance can be collected by the employer up to not more than 10% of the salary. And then it goes on to say, the communication is mandatory for all farm workers, industry and hotel. If anyone is not ready to perform according to the agreement, he is free to contact the recruitment agency and ask to fly back home and release his visa to anyone who's ready to accept this obligation. This Twitter user says, this Israel-Malawi labor agreement sounds like a script from a slavery movie. It is disconcerting that workers can only access their funds at the end of the contract. This raises concerns about fairness. Additionally, the honorary council, council rather, letter comes across as rude and condescending. He said everything. How is it that you want me to work for a period of one year, two years, and then I only get to access my funds, not even when I'm still there with my contract, when I fly back home, and check my account. What if I fly back home and you haven't paid me? Does that even make sense? In what world are you working and not seeing your wages? 
In what world is your salary paid at the end of your contract? What if you want to start using that money, investing that money, making that money work for you? What in the 2024 slavery script are these people reading from? Right? And then on the point that was raised about fairness, when somebody is, is these are close-ended contracts. It just means that you're going to be a slave, literally, because there's no room for conversation. There's no room for negotiation because it says, if you're not okay with our terms, go back home so that that visa can be given to another person. They understand how desperate people are. And they're preying on that vulnerability and desperation because they know that people will do anything. But that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right to strip people off their dignity, integrity, and humanity just because they're poor. Poverty is not a disease. It's something that you work your way out of. And here now you're giving me a job, but you're creating conditions that will perpetuate the same cycles of poverty. Help me understand. Genuinely help me understand. And they use also labor from South Asia because that's where also poverty is rife. And you want young boys and girls, people that do not have experience in the labor force, people that cannot speak and advocate for themselves, people that you can easily oppress. And just the tone, it's so rude, it's so condescending, it just shows, y'all are black people, you have no value, you have no worth. I mean, our country is in war, but look at you, you're willing to come and die on our farms, be our guest, and we'll do with you as we please. I have seen this script so many times with many Kenyan women going to Saudi Arabia on the same terms, on the same terms, and it never ends well for these women. My only appeal would be to the people of Malawi and the government of Malawi, please be vigilant or else you've, sell, you've sold your people to slavery. Of course, they're not going for free. The government of Malawi has gotten a cut. My question is, was the cut too good to sell your people to slavery conditions. This can be work that can change their lives if you have just negotiated for it to be a little bit more dignifying for your people. But no, you didn't care. Westerners are a problem, but elite Africans in power are an even bigger problem. Let me know what you think. Thank you for watching this video. Comment on the like button. This video is just drain me, but I think that they're very important conversations to have because if we don't have them, then people will just keep thinking that these things are right and they really are not right. If I work for you, I want to see my money every month. And after six months of hard labor, I want hardship allowance because I've already proven that I can work. I mean, you trust your iron dome, but again, it's not a very suitable environment to be working and bombs flying all over your head. And you know too damn well that you cannot do the job. Your Thai people have fled. They left your farms. You need me. I know, brother, I need you. But I know that you need me too. So why not treat me in a dignified manner? Why treat me like, like I'm not human or like I'm less human? Why talk to me in that tone? You know, why, why make it look like you're doing me a favor, paying me? Why are you preying on my vulnerability and my, my, my poverty? Why didn't 
any of the leadership of Malawi call this out and say, hey, 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 don't talk to our people like that. We're looking for opportunities, but not oppression. And we know oppression when we see it. And this, this is oppression disguised as opportunity. Thank you for watching. I'll see you again next time.